Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Expert Insights Podcast. I'm Joe Wellu, a total expert, founder, and CEO. And today we're kicking off our special series called Playbook. And I'm doing this series uh, with the Basis Point founder, uh, my good friend Julian Hebron. Julian, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Joe. Good to see you. So a little bit about Julian and the Basis Point. The Basis Point is a sales and strategy consultancy to banks, lenders, and fintechs. And Julian has been uh, a customer and partner of Total Expert going way back. He was a customer of Total Expert, now a partner of Total Expert, and many other top players in the space for, for years. Uh, so we're calling this special series Playbook uh, because there's no fluff. We're getting straight in uh, to the 2021 topics that are really relevant to the industry right now. Uh, education, actionable playbook items uh, that all of you from a banking and mortgage lending perspective uh, need to win uh, in fintech and all the disruption that are go that's going on this year. So we got a lot to get into today, Julian. So let's let's get rolling, man. First of all, I'm super excited about the the series because as our partnership over the years has proven, you know, you and Total Expert as an org are very action oriented. So today on this first one, we thought that it was probably most appropriate to say, let's do the customer for life tech stack playbook. What does that mean? Let's just break it down really quick. So, you know, you've you've got today's tech stack for banks and lenders who make mortgage and non mortgage loans to customers, right? Rapidly changing customer experience, um, where more of the process starts directly with the consumer, ironically, because of tech stack advancements. And then you've got uh, still this very big disconnect on lifetime customer retention after the loans are closed. Yeah. For banks and lenders, to me, requires a fresh playbook for evaluating your tech stacks, your platforms and investments can stand up to this rapid, all the rapidly maturing trends, right? Because so much of the, the technology and uh, the projects and implementations that were done over the last few years were focused around, let's improve the transaction experience, right? That's and, right. And then now everybody's sitting here looking at it like, okay, we've got a lot of those pieces in place, but what about retaining that relationship? And a lot of the people in the lending space have got these large servicing books now, right? And they're saying, yep. you know, wait a second, um, how do we retain these guys, these these customers for the long haul? And it requires if you can't do it in the traditional way, it just wasn't it wasn't, you know, the all the initial technology that was uh, applied in the industry over the last six or seven years did not properly address that backside, that servicing and, and then bringing that back into the fold. So it's it's very interesting because it was consumer first. Um and it was originations first, but consumer first is finally starting to permeate in servicing. And as we're going to cover today, when we go down the hole on looking at the tech stack through the lens of lifetime customer experience, we will reconcile all the technology on both sides and see where we land. This is a slide that a lot of folks, or excuse me, a data set that a lot of folks look at from Black Knight, but let's just like zoom in on a couple of things on this. So this is 2005 to 2020 mortgage refi retention. And you can see the green line in the middle there. Um, that is all refis. 
and the latest data available is as of the third quarter of 2020, and it's 18%. That's one in five. Here it is. It's two things. On both sides where it's gotten worse again, tons of competition, just tons of competition, right? In the middle, a bunch of the competition fell out, um, but also yeah. Hamp and Harp refis, uh, you know, were inherently higher on the base retention because they were just easy to do yeah. for those institutions. So what you're saying is the spike in improvement in customer loyalty during the, that time kind of post crash wasn't because they, they mastered uh, anything from uh, engaging those customers or, or really got uh, in any advancements happening in the, in the loyalty side. It was really a function of the federal programs that were out there to, to help those those homeowners, right? I mean, is that what we're saying? That that was an important piece of it, but uh, number two is that that a lot of competition dropped out, right? Yeah. So so there was two two pieces really. Two pieces. Less competitors, yeah. federal programs drove that, and so then you fast forward to today, uh, fierce competition uh, for customer experience on the front end, customer acquisition. And that's a big one because that's gotten wildly more sophisticated. Zillow, LendingTree, they were babies when all this first started. They and a number of others in terms of the, the customer acquisition machines, the lead machines out there, the institutional grade mm -hmm. ones have gotten wildly sophisticated. So customers, as you know better than anyone, get picked off all the time, yeah. right? So it's another big contributor. Um couple, like one more note on this, the 2015, to your point, I just want to underline it for everybody from 2015. That's when the last major, that's when the TRID deadline went into place, which is the last major Dodd-Frank deadline. And then a month later is when Rocket launched the POS wave, right? That's when, um, you know, the early iterations of the marketing operating system started to come into play. Um, yeah. And so this stuff has just started, but this, just to be clear, is on the servicer side, right? So we're now entering this era where originations and servicing are going to converge, which we're going to which we're going to get into here in just a sec. So, uh, Julian, I think relevant right here is uh, I've got a, a use case, a case study that, that we just looked at with one of our largest customers and. And it's really around how things are transforming around that customer for life type thing, that customer for life journey. And more importantly, how the experience is getting orchestrated um, to, to really enable that customer for life. And so we've got a um, large, one of our largest customers been very aggressive at, at pursuing how do we take a, a customer that we've originated in the past how do we transition them over successfully into our servicing book and then and then put loyalty you know around that customer and continue that relationship so here's an example of what's happening so because of the advancements in in data and integrations and things like that uh, we're able now to uh, Simone is the is the use case of the case study that that we just looked at. So Simone was a, a is a homeowner got a loan a, a couple of years ago with the, with one of our large customers, and Simone's current rate was a little over four percent, four and a half percent, I think was the scenario, and uh, 
they were able through through data and orchestration able to identify number one that Simone had a, a four and a half plus percent interest rate uh, that she had equity in her home that she also had credit card debt and also that where rates were uh, at that moment the the insight came in showing rates had uh, had adjusted down to where she was going to be able to pay off her credit card debt and save $600 a month to boot. So that insight came in, that enabled uh, engagement to happen automatically out to Simone uh, in the form of a very education, not sales type thing, but really education type, advisory type uh, communication. Went out and said, Simone, hey, by the way, we were just noticing that um, we can save you $600 a month. You can pay off your debt. And, uh, you know, gave her that scenario in very simple terms and a very simple format. And then we're able to, it was awesome because you saw the insight come in, the communication go out, high quality engagement and in an educating type format. And then almost immediately the application kicked off into the POS and, and Simone got locked, uh, on that new rate, two point something, whatever it was at the time. And the loan closed within a few weeks. So it enabled by that whole orchestration. But everything that you just described, mortgage or non-mortgage, kind of resides in this servicing world, whether you're a lender or, or a um, multi-product uh, depository or credit union. Yeah. So this is, to me, the winners are powering all of this. And I think this is what you just described, right? Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is originations tend to have more power than servicing because it's this rev machine, right? And it's just originators, ac acquisition, acquisition. Originators acquisition. are the yeah. finders of the customers, but servicers really can and should be the keepers of the customers, right? Yeah. And, and the tech stack needs to get to a place where it can legitimately, not from a message standpoint, change that customer for life from tagline to reality. You know, you have to you have to be able to look at the entire journey holistically across all of those different segments, right? Not just on the front of the funnel and during the transaction, but then ultimately, and you have to be able to look at that customer journey end to end. And I think that's where a lot of the breakdowns had happened. What were at least from our perspective in the in the work we've done is you look at the breakdowns as it goes over to servicing, uh, you know, portfolio servicing over here, and then it sort of goes into this black hole that isn't connected to any of the other core systems, right? Like that's part of the problem. When you're thinking about this, like, do you view it through the lens of, hey, we're just now like we modernized originations and we played a key role in that. And now as servicing gets modernized, we're going to play a key role in that too. And is that how you kind of see this yeah. playing oh, out? Ab ab absolutely. I mean, we look at uh, the servicing and, and more broadly just uh, servicing retention and, and the wrapper around it is customer loyalty. Okay. And we think about it in a very holistic way. So we think about it from all the way from awareness, right? Even before lead awareness, all the way through customer for life, which is the, you know, the servicing and retention loyalty bucket. And 
Uh, I, I believe that the future is going to belong to the people that can combine all of those, all the things you need to do, integrate all the data points and all of the communication channels and really deliver an orchestration of, you know, the prop, a proper, uh, you know, the human connection when you need that, but also just um, education centric emails and things like that. You've got to be able to combine all those things. So we're absolutely looking at the entire, entire life cycle. Are we headed toward an origination and a combined origination and servicing system of record, like a single system? Do you believe that? And then what is total experts role in all of that? Yeah. So I think that, that we are going to be headed that direction as far as the timing on it. I'm, I'm less certain about that. And our role is, as it has been for the last five to six years with you know, a lot of the big brands that are out there is to look at the customer journey, regardless of where they're at, and be able to enable uh, the communication and engagement that has to happen from the brand to the customer, but also from the brand on behalf of, on behalf of the, the advisor, the loan officer or private bank or whoever it might be, right? So it's the combination of and the orchestration of those things um, is ultimately going to continue to be our role. And, and then being able to take a step back. And one of the things I think that we always love to do is ask these really hard questions about, okay, who, who is, who are the, all the players that you have from a partner standpoint, internally and externally that are putting together your customer for life playbook, right? Who are they and what am I missing? What Joe just said is, is, is the market context is this 2021 is our transition year for servicing technology to mature and also for originators to start thinking about diversification during a market shift year. Um, yes. On this recording day of this podcast is one of the most severe drops in the bond market that we've had in the cycle. So the cycle is turning and we are going to talk diversification, including originators adding servicing as part of this series. So that's a fun little teaser for you guys on the playbook series. All right. Thanks a million, Julian. As always, it's awesome to have your brilliant insights on what's happening in the industry. And uh, I'm really looking forward to our, our next segment that we're going to do as part of this playbook series. Thanks for having me, Joe. All right. Cheers. Cheers.